Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Yes, legends, we are back for another episode. I'm over the moon you are here listening once again. And we're in November. Can you believe it? Well, you probably can, the days and weeks. Just go like everything else, don't they? But we are in November and we are close to Christmas and we're close to the year ending. And this could well have been an episode that I could have recorded at the back end of the year and sort of given my thoughts and feelings. But I thought, you know what? I've got this in the bag. We can have it now. We can do this now. Because what I wanted to do is share with you 12 lessons that... I have learned and experienced over this last year and there's not really a right or wrong to this and nor is there a sort of relevant timeline. It's just me casting my mind back. I've looked back through old photos, my social media, what have I been doing, how's it made me feel, what's the lesson to take from it. So I'll get into it but I do want you to think before I do like what lessons have you learned from the last 12 months? You know if you are listening to this in November when I'm recording it. How has it looked since January? Have you grown? If you think back to this time last year, what have you done? What have you achieved? What's gone right? What can you learn from? Where have we fallen short and where have we actually exceeded our own expectations? And I'm sure it's been a whirlwind of a year and like every year it seems to fly by, but have you ridden this roller coaster hands off? We're just enjoying it or have you held on for dear life and it's been a few... Uh, loop-de-loops and upside-downs and all that sort of stuff. But have a good think about your year because this actually really helped me just put into perspective what I have done and what I have achieved. And like if you've got me on social media, I don't need to go too much into detail, but you'll have seen what I've been up to. But these are the lessons that I've taken from it, from obviously both a health and fitness perspective and outside of the gym and the realm of sort of health, fitness and all of that. So like I say, no right or wrong order, but I've got 12 short little lessons for you and hopefully at least one of them resonate with you but I would love to know if you're listening what's been your biggest lesson from 2023 what are 12 things you learned from this year so the first one I've written down on my little post-it note with my illegible handwriting is don't take things personally now whatever role you are in in your job you will have to take a degree of responsibility I'm sure and if you don't then you've got it scot-free of course but from me and my point of view, when people come to see me and they don't necessarily get the results that they want or not in the timeline that they envisage and it's almost their own mindset they are battling with, then something in the past I've really struggled with is actually like taking that personally and almost like playing the victim card of, oh, well, I can't believe that I've done this, I'm responsible, I'm a failure. And I'm not sort of saying that like you can only lead a horse to water, if you will. And, you know, clients have still got to do their job and I've still got to do mine. But it's actually shifting that perspective of like some things just aren't as straightforward as going from A to B. Like we don't forecast life. And that's obviously nothing that I can help with, nor, you know, clients for that reason either. But if things don't go to plan, in the past, I've been very quick to almost take the blame for it and take that responsibility and then feel very frustrated and not not necessarily a failure but almost this idea of well that's your fault sort of thing like you've got to hold your hands up and you've taken someone under your wing and they haven't done what they wanted to do and therefore 
it's a no-go and it's a write-off. But in reality, you know, even though you've taken someone under your wing, this is a journey and there's going to be lots of speed bumps and, you know, from both my end and theirs, from both parties. And there's going to be a lot of sort of twists and turns and we might have to reroute a little bit. But the point being is that this initial idea of when someone embarks on this health and fitness journey, it's not going to be a straight line. And there's going to be all sorts that comes with it. And now I've changed my mindset on this and almost... Uh, we expect this to happen and we get clients on board with that you know if when we sit down on what we call the magic box and and we have a good chat about everything it's this idea of look you know we want to you know change our body change our mindset feel more confident but actually that is going to come with you having hardships learning lessons growing from your struggles so i no longer take these things personally obviously if i get something glaringly wrong which I do, you know, that's life, then I've just learned to deal with it a little bit better. But my first little bit of advice is don't take things personally. Now, the next one I've written down is setting boundaries is a key for a balanced life. And I cannot emphasize that enough. Now, just to elaborate, I got married this year, if you didn't know. Um, and when I went on honeymoon, we managed to sort of shut off from the world, albeit, you know, I had one or two conversations, you know, I phoned my mum, for instance, but that was it. So all things work. Albeit I kept half an eye on like the group chat and what guys were up to and all that sort of stuff. I just sort of put my phone in airplane mode. I switched off. I didn't worry what anyone was up to. And I actually went off grid completely, which felt amazing. And then obviously again, my role, I mean, this you know, this is my podcast. So I'm talking about me, of course, but you may be in the same situation, you know. It's caring for others, it's checking out for them, it's checking in on them, it's looking out for their well-being and so often like we've said so many times in the past like when you're looking out for someone else and you are that sort of people pleaser you can fall to the bottom of the pile quite easily so actually not worrying where I sit in the pile and actually just coming out of it and just setting those boundaries of I'm not going to reply to that message and these are my working hours and I'm actually out of office officially and I mean I don't do that often what Christmas Day and honeymoon, which, you know, hopefully there's only going to be one honeymoon. And I love Christmas and, you know, no one's going to be texting me on Christmas other than Merry Christmas, not how many calories are in the turkey dinner, you know, for instance. So obviously my phone revolves around looking at others and, you know, being on my phone and listening to others and all that side of things. And that's brilliant. I absolutely love that. But setting those boundaries and not wanting to always... Um, be in the trenches with you know the clients and the team really helped my mindset of just stepping away and just coming back to it and there is a point about this later on but it's this idea of switching off to switch back on and you know like we said in the previous point nothing's linear and you know in order for me to give my best to others I've got to give my best to myself and if that means recharging and setting those boundaries then that's amazing obviously the same can be applied to things like your food your gym you know making sure that you have your non-negotiables in place, making sure that um, you do make compromises with your food, you know, you can't, you know, it can't be a free-for-all, is I guess what I'm really saying. So whatever boundaries need to be put in place, that is key. But in my life, obviously this idea of having a work-life balance and spending time, you know, with my wife, you know, with family, with friends and not being so indulged in work has actually helped me at work. So setting boundaries, I've found, is a key for a balanced life. And that's something I've struggled with in the past is this, work-life balance obviously I've said before my struggles of being self-employed and looking after everyone else and obviously like you need the income and you need to 
make sure you're on top of your game but actually how can you be on top of your game if you don't have those boundaries so I thought that was a really sort of potent point and probably me probably my biggest takeaway to be honest with you from the year is this idea of setting boundaries for that balanced life now number three do what makes you happy this I can't stress this enough like I don't care what that is but do what makes you happy and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks at all really you know so often again will people please we will think about others and what's going to make them happy and almost justify that's going to make us happy in reality what is it you want to do with your life where do you want it to go are you currently doing the things that's making you happy and if not why why are you still in that job that's not making you happy you know why are you in that relationship where it's just causing you stress like Obviously, you've got to appreciate logistics and all that side of things, but in reality, you have only got one life, and that, I guess, sounds a little bit morbid, but are you going to live it happy, or are you going to live it, you know, just resenting it, and just waking up and thinking, God, there's another day there, like, do the things that make you happy, set those boundaries in order to make that thing happen, whatever it is, classic example, I might, again, with my cups of tea, I've had two cups of tea before I've come into it, I've sat down, and I've, okay, I've texted clients, I've had the telling in the background, I've done my check-ins, but sitting down and just making that me time has just made me happy. I can come into this more energised rather than thinking, right, I'll do my check-ins, I'll work out, I'll fit a podcast recording in, like, I'm living that balanced life, I'm setting those boundaries, but in order to do that, I'm doing the things that are making me happy, and then in turn, I'm happy, and I'm actually getting stuff done, so it's a win-win as opposed to living a... Uh, well, a not so happy life and not setting those boundaries, you know, everything goes a little bit pear shaped. So, whatever makes you happy, do it and please take that lesson on board because that is vital in my eyes. Now, the fourth one that I have here, and I think this is, it depends on your circumstance to be honest with you, but I found this like really difficult to do and it's this idea of letting go. So, number four is destroy and rebuild. Now, if you're thinking, what are you on about? This is something that my coaches have emphasized over and over. And it's this idea of sort of letting go or destroying what you currently have in order to rebuild. And, you know, we can't always be staying the same. And in order to grow and evolve, we've got to get rid of that thing in order to grow a new one or whatever it's going to be. So to put this into context, you know, the Confidence Project came to fruition in June 2022. So it's been, what, a year and a half, 18 months at the time of recording this, and I absolutely love it. But I'm already thinking about next year, stay tuned for this, um, in a future episode, I'm already thinking about next year and how it's going to look and what we need to do and how can it evolve. But with that, I am going to have to destroy parts of it. I'm going to have to destroy parts of the business. We're going to have to, you know, get rid of the dead wood that's holding the confidence project back. I've just said that. Sounds like I'm going to get rid of a lot of clients. Not all. I'm talking from a business point of view. I actually love my clients. They're the best people in the world. Um, but, you know, this idea of, you know, like I give you a classic example, you know, sometimes like um, I'll, we'll have a Facebook group and I will post in it and it doesn't really get the, um, it's not really received how I'd want it to be. We might get like five people commenting. I'm thinking, well, why aren't 30 people commenting or whatever? And, and I sort of think, well, a, no one spends as much time on the phone as I do, and B, they've probably got a life to live, and C, you know, you can't always have it your way, so this comes back to this idea of not taking things personally, but I've then got to consider, well, that Facebook post, actually, Liam, it's probably a load of shit, and when you're posting that at six in the morning, and expecting 30 people to comment by seven, it doesn't really happen, so there's little things like that, you know, 
rather than trying to pave over the cracks, it's this idea of just destroy it, rebuild. And yes, again, you might have to take a step backwards or whatever it is, but sometimes that's the best way of going about it. So I am no longer afraid of letting go. I am happy to destroy and then rebuild like we did with, I guess what we'd call like this generic PT and I was once doing. It took a lot to let go of that. I had a lot of clients, you know, I was secure in a safe position. And when we did the confidence project, that was a huge risk. It was a huge risk investing in myself to get my coach who then told me to do that. You know, I had all this um, security and a place of safety and I've had to sort of like take a huge leap away from that, invest all my money in me by getting my coaches, you know, take a risk on clients coming on board the confidence project, but it's the best one I've ever done. So I wasn't afraid to destroy and rebuild. Um, but obviously that initial one, that initial letting go and stepping out of the comfort zone, as was, it took a lot, but you know what? Look where we are now. We sat here making a podcast talking about what's potentially going to happen in 2024 and actually how far we've come. So again, you know, destroy and rebuild was a huge lesson that I've learned this year and I guess last year as well. But you could look at it how you want, but if you are in that place of safety and security, just make that leap. I promise you it'll be the best thing that you ever do. Now, number five sort of reiterates everything I've said. Switch off to switch on. Now, bear with me on this because I think it's super important that we can just digest that. Sometimes we need to switch off in order to go further. But this reiterates the point, like we've said previously, of setting boundaries. Like when I was on honeymoon, that was a complete switch off. But I came back feeling so energized. And like, normally if I go on holiday, I'm like, oh, I could have done with another week or whatever. But I was like, you know, I'm ready to come back, throw myself into it. And I was fully recharged. And so many of us just aren't switching off. We're just not and we don't and I get it because how can we and when we've got kids, when we've got a life, when we've got a marriage, when we've got a job, when we've got to juggle all this health and fitness stuff, it's quite difficult but just have a look at our switches and rather than thinking about this as being like an on or off switch, almost have this dimmer switch approach to it. So like my work-life balance for instance um, or whatever you want to call it, when it came to this honeymoon, I managed to just turn this dimmer switch completely down and just focus on the balance side of things, my life side of things and outside of the realm of work so that then it could go back up as opposed to um, when I came back from honeymoon and things like that. And I thought that were absolutely brilliant because I was like, yeah, I feel fully recharged here. But the same goes when... Um, you know, like, let's use food as an example. Like, so many of us are like, got to be on it, all or nothing approach. We've heard it so often. And that's really difficult to always be on. And then we'll end up just like crashing and just ordering that Domino's or whatever. And we've all done it. But actually, like, live that life in balance. And like, when it comes to your, uh, let's say, tea time meal or dinner time or whatever you want, like, don't be afraid to have the thing that you want and sort of give in to that craving because you're then dialing it down to then dial it back up. And it's this idea then of being consistently good and accepting we are on that sliding scale, that dimmer switch, as opposed to occasionally great and either being on or off, on or off. So use the dimmer switch analogy, turn things down, switch off if you have to in order to switch back on. And, you know, again, that's something that I've taken with me throughout this year that's really helped. And especially with the honeymoon, again, that really helped put things into perspective, which was huge. Now, number six, play the long game. Can't stress this enough. I feel like I've said that a few times now, but when it comes to um, your journey, I won't even say like your health and fitness journey, but you know, your, your chapters of life or whatever, and something goes wrong, we get stuck in it, we get wound up, we get frustrated, we get injured, we have a bad day at work, you know, we've 
written our food off and we have gone to the Domino's or whatever, but actually like does that one day, week or even month reflect the last twelve months? You know, think about when like you started your health and fitness journey or whatever it is, like think back to that day one, how you felt, the confidence you operated or that you lacked within the gym, you know, the weights you were lifting, um, your form were probably all over the place. And now you sort of fast forward and think, wow, look what I've done over the last 12 or whatever time period months it's been, you know, I think it's really important that you do give yourself a pat on the back and you look back to everything that you've achieved and you continue to play the long game. So we don't get bogged down in the days and weeks, we consider the months and the years. So playing the long game is a huge asset to have in your locker. The number seven is people need you exactly as you are today. I don't really need to say too much more on this, but so often we will try to be other people, again to people please, to be someone that we are not. Why? We need you exactly as you are today. You know, the only thing you need is what you have. You are you and we need you to be your most authentic self and it's very cliche but almost like your imperfections that you're trying to, you know, change or whatever. Like they're the thing that make you perfect. And you know, like we're all unique and we're all, you know, we've all got our own niche really and it's like that's what you bring to the table. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Don't compare yourself with others. You know, don't worry about having this feeling of like imposter syndrome. Like you be you and that's all we can ever ask and again... From my point of view, that's, you know, I will look at other, I was going to say influencers, and that's the wrong word completely. I will look at other sort of fitness coaches and personal trainers, and I'll look at the followings on Instagram, and I'll look at them, you know, posing with the tops off, and I'll look at them lifting a ton of weight, and I'll look at them with the meal prep containers, and I'll look at, you know, the amount of, like, transformations they have, and, I, I you know, I would have one, at one point thought, oh, my God, I need to be doing that. Why aren't I doing that? Why aren't I here? Why isn't my client doing this? Why have I fallen into this trap of, you know, I'm at the bottom of the pile, da 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 list goes on. I just think, shut up. Just be you. That's all we'd ever need. Nobody's bothered other than you. Focus on yourself. You are the thing that matters. So we need you exactly as you are today. And don't ever change. Please, I'm begging you. If you take anything away from this podcast and my waffle that goes on over these Wednesdays, like... Please just be you because we just need you exactly as you are today. Um, what I've also got written down here for the next one, guys, is focus on your priorities and what really matters. Now, so often we are going to spin so many plates. We're going to think about the things that are almost way down the line. We're going to worry about the things that have happened. But actually, like what matters now and where are your priorities and is it work or does it need to be life or whatever? But spinning too many plates is just something that's, you know, well, you're going to drop one, aren't you? You're going to break one eventually and then it all goes to pot. So actually, do you have a priority list? Whether that's written down or in your head, but can you focus on like the urgent stuff? What needs to happen? And like again, in my point of view, in my eyes, so often I'd be like worrying like what I'm going to post on Instagram, um, what this client's up to then like my own training and then trying to juggle life as well. And I guess like, you know, I would have a few plates to spin, but actually like take a step back, like relax, drop the things that don't need to be worried about. Like if somebody hasn't texted you with their breakfast by 9am, the world's not going to end. They've probably got a life to live. Just relax yourself. Chillax. I always say chillax. I once got sold off for saying it too often, but you know what? Like 
we can just chill out there. Like there's no need to worry about the things that don't need to be worried. So actually focusing on ourselves and, and us being us and, and you know, focusing on what the priority really is, you know, zoom out, things probably aren't as bad as the same. Focus then and zoom back in on what needs to happen now, what needs to happen in this week, what doesn't need to be worried about, what will you have to um, deal with later down the line. You don't have to worry about it now. So look at your priority list and focus on that number one, two, three things, not the 10, 20, 30 things, because that will take up so much less bandwidth and help your energy greatly. Quite a simple one is your next one, but be a good listener. And I think this is really important in today's day and age when we speak about mental health so often and we speak about it's okay to talk and it is, you know, it is okay to talk. I will emphasize that till the high heavens. If you are struggling, please talk to somebody, anybody, but that somebody, it's a two-way street. They need to be able to listen and they don't have to say much, but just being that ear to listen and really listen, show that it matters, show that you care that will change and potentially save somebody's life. And, and, you know, like we've all got struggles and if you don't, then well done, you are one of the lucky few. But, you know, whatever that is, we've all got struggles. Um, I'd say 99% of people do whatever, you know, magnitude they are. But just having somebody to confide in or troubleshoot with or mind map with and just have them actually listen and, you know, potentially converse, that will help things. Um, and I guess your life so much more, but you need to be in a position where you do absorb what people say. You know, obviously speaking from my role, when people come in and talk about the struggles, whatever that might be, you know, gym, food, sleep, steps, water, life, marriage, kids, I don't know, whatever goes on in the, the world because it all happens. I can't sit here and zone out. Well, I can, but it won't get anyone very far because then I won't have um, a good relationship, a good rapport with that client. Um, they'll think, he's not listening, just what's the point? They'll then doubt themselves further, whereas all it needs is just that acknowledgement, and that's probably the best word that sums it up, like, you know, if somebody's speaking, or you need to listen, like, acknowledge, absorb, digest it, because that will help someone massively, and, you know, it's very easy to get bogged up in your own problems, and again, this is why we talk about it, but just listen, show that you care, because you will change and save somebody's life. Um, the next one I've written down, we're nearly there, I've only got a couple more here, um, but the 10th point I have is you are far more capable than you would have ever thought. So again, think back to the year that you've had, think back to the things that you've achieved, said, done, seen, felt, da 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 the list goes on. At that time, did you think you could have done that? If we were to have a conversation now and, you know, 12 months ago, you'd have said, right, I'm going to achieve this, would you believe it? I hope not because like you might have exceeded your own expectations but then next year or whatever time frame you want to use again you can look back and be like you know what then this is how I felt when I didn't want to do this and I've done it and then I've actually gone one further and a really big example is like running and I've had so many clients come in I'm not a runner I'm, you won't get me running it won't happen I hate it and that's fine like don't run if you don't want to run of course but if you take to it then you do a 5k and then they're like, oh, well, I did a 5k. Well, I'll do a 10k. All right. Well, all right. I might do a 10 miler. All right. Now it's adding up. And before you know it, they've done a half marathon. And it's like, well, yeah, I never thought I could do that. So when I tell you that we need to play the long game and we need to focus on, you know, just backing ourselves all the way, then incredible things can happen. So keep telling yourself you're far more capable 
than you would have ever thought. And please consider actually that, you know, we are going to have hardships, but battling through them, like, and that struggle in the mindset of I can't do it, then there's a whole new you on the other side. And, and just please listen to that, of course. So the next one is we win or we learn. Quite a straightforward one, but, you know, so often we'll use the, the negative terminology of I've lost, I've failed, can't do it, won't do it, I didn't do it. Listen to yourself. Like, what's the lesson from it? I can't tell you the amount of times that I have failed stuff and I have, you know, things haven't gone to plan, but, like, what's the lesson from it? And if you can spin it, fine, you know, have your pity party for five, ten minutes, God, even have a day if you have to, but you can't wallow in it forever. So if you've won and you've been a success, amazing. That's absolutely huge. Well done, you. But if it hasn't gone your way, then is it a total loss? Probably not because we learn. So it's this idea of what's the lesson that we need to take from it. So we don't win or lose, we win or we learn. Whether that's in the gym, out of the gym, whether that's your relationship with your food, that you know we have felt bad the next day, so right, okay, we know how we're gonna feel. You know whether you haven't got your step counting, so you're low on energy. You know whether you're behind on work because you've prioritised something else. Like they all overlap, but ultimately at the end, can you say you've won from it or can you say you've learned from it? But we never say we've lost and we never say we've failed, because you know he who says he can will, and that's the thing to always remember there. So you can do it again. Like we said, you're far more capable than you are. But if it doesn't go our way and it goes a bit pear-shaped, then what's the lesson? And the last one, and I think this is a really nice way of finishing off, is what you are neglecting is often the thing you are missing. And I say it's a nice way of finishing off because I am a serial procrastinator. And if I don't want to do something, I just won't and it won't happen. And I know where I've gone wrong there. So like a classic example is like my productivity. Like I guess, I guess like admin is probably my big thing. And then I felt bogged down by it and then I've got stressed about it and then that's then impacted my food and my relationship and my performance in the gym. And actually because I neglected it, rather than just tackle it head on, like it didn't serve me any good at all. But once I got my head around it and came up with a system and a way by speaking to somebody and then accepting that this is what I need to learn from, it helped massively. But I've done the same with like food and things like that, you know. I didn't want to track calories. I didn't want to give up my... Uh, two for Tuesdays on Domino's. Oh, I've got to have my two for Tuesdays. Otherwise, you know, the, the week won't be right. You know, I, I, oh, I need a break on Saturday. I'm just going to work track calories on Saturday or Sunday because I, I just need that reset. And then you sort of think, well, my body shape's not changing. Well, why? Oh, yeah, it's because you've had 10,000 calories over the weekend. That's probably why. But, you, you know, that's, that's all right saying it in hindsight, but you've obviously got to live it to learn it. But if you find that you're neglecting something, then let this be a challenge, let this be a sign for you to just go do that thing because often enough it's the hard stuff, like I said, it's the stuff that we don't want to do, but that's the sort of piece of the puzzle that's missing. So team, thank you so much for listening. Um, we are one episode close to Christmas. I'm buzzing for it. I'm, the tree's going out soon, I tell you. No, not quite, not yet, but it will be soon. And we've got loads planned for Christmas and we've got some exciting episodes and exciting things coming up with the confidence project and we're even planning for 2024 and there's lots to come and i'm just pumped for it so take care whatever you are up to today and i'll see you next time